podcast. Post call. This episode is brought to you by Fax Machines, the only way to get outside medical records in 2016. <laughs> Oh man! What John? What's what's your favorite brand of fax machine that you're working with? Working with these days? Uh, the Epson, the Epson 460. Have you seen that one? That thing just motors. It just shoots out medical records. You can get an entire stack of outside medical records, and literally cannot throw it away fast enough. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> I used to be a Toshiba guy, but I, I, I see, yeah, the Epson, it, it's on point. Yeah, it's, it's uh, point. leading the industry. <laughs> it is leading the industry in the fax machines. Um, not that we have any, uh, uh, you know, where we work, um, but we do have fax machines, and they're all over. They're all over the place. Why this is, is still, to me, a mystery. I mean, it, it probably has to do with the fact that there's a bunch of different fragmented electronic medical records that do not communicate to one another other than through massive stacks of paper. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you get this, uh, well, you know the game of telephone when you're a kid? You know, you, you can play a game of fax machine. Where you're faxing something so many times, and you you get some of these records that have been scanned in and faxed multiple times, and there's like, you can't make anything from them. It's from some some place who had handwritten notes too, and so that's even more distorted, and you have just no idea what it says. And coming from a household, and if anyone knows anything about me you know that I come from a household where we didn't waste things. We would write on on all this scrap paper. If we accidentally printed something wrong, we were going to use that piece of paper on the other side, and it was going to, you know, we're not going to waste anything. But to see us printing, oh, and also using the ink was a big deal. But to see us printing literally stacks, reams of records through the fax machines it just drives me up the wall that we're still doing this mm-hmm. in the age of iPhones and Pokemon Go and Uber, you know, I, and, and like, and, and all these new, um, you know, order up, like you just from your phone, you can have someone get you food and bring it to your house. But still in order to get, in order to know what medicines your patient was on, you need to have it faxed to you. It's just mind boggling. There is another way. Should I talk about that? Briefly. Okay, so plug. (laughs) We cared for a patient today, actually, and we got outside medical records via FedEx. Oh. (laughs) The fax machine the outside hospital thought was going to be too slow, (laughs) so they... Printed 450 pages of medical <laughs> records and sent them via courier to our institution today. Oh Hand delivered wow. 450 pages. And and I I I expect to hear that you meticulously read through those 450 pages, Doctor Hodges. 
luckily that patient belonged to my co-intern who did meticulously sift through 450 pages of <laughs> nursing notes and CBCs and BMPs and TB skin tests. Oh my gosh. Mysteriously now, she is incredibly good at making paper airplanes. And probably bleeding out from paper cuts. I, I don't... How do you even safely turn 450 pages? <laughs> <laughs> Those things are sharp. I... Okay, so let's just... Let's back up and... First of all, welcome to Post Called Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're trying to do a better job at introductions. Yeah, it's because just like... Because we're, we're, we're anticipating that we're getting listeners that aren't immediate nuclear family members. So I'm yeah. Matt. I'm John. And I'm Ted. And this is Post Call Podcast. And you are listening live from our... Well, there's no studio audience, but... From the continuing... The Center for Continuing Medical Education... Yeah, in Nashville, Tennessee. And we are happy to have you guys here with us. Uh, you know, again, I've, I've said this before, but the support and the encouragement we get from everybody, um, it kind of feels like, you know, you're doing a sport and you're not very good at it and everyone's just, you know, so supportive, overly supportive, almost too much and it, to the point where you know you're not very good. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> they keep... Well, we encouraging you. I, That's I, how this is what this feels like, and and you know I can't thank you guys enough. But we're we're starting to to break out of that mm-hmm. because I was on. Don't check it that regularly, but I was on our iTunes page. Mm-hmm. We have six five star reviews. Six and five star reviews. It's almost doing the math. Two parents <laughs> for each person. If we get seven. We know that's not just from our yeah. parents. So keep so. them coming. Keep them coming. Uh, and <laughs> we are quickly climbing our way to the top of the charts on the iTunes store. I know that for sure. Uh, there's buzz. There is buzz mm-hmm. about us. Um, we are the only post-call podcast. Uh, yeah. We know that for sure. And we have claimed our real estate mm-hmm. in the iTunes uh, mm-hmm. store. We don't we don't have a fax number though. No. So you have to email us questions, Actually, things you want us to cover. Do not fax us. I do have a fax number though. <laughs> John can be reached directly yeah. via fax. And you know what? I don't mind this because it, it makes it it makes faxing more accessible. So this should go out to all of our med student listeners and actually <laughs> honestly to all of our intern listeners. There is a service called Doximity, which to me, I didn't really know what it was beyond being LinkedIn for physicians or med students or healthcare personnel, etc. But they offer you your own free fax number, completely free. And you can send faxes from this number and receive them all to that number. And you can just keep them as PDFs on a HIPAA secure server wherever you like to keep them, get, put them down to medical records, have them put them into a EMR. It's great. And I highly recommend it. And if you don't have it, and I say medical students, not, you know, specifically for medical students, because one of the most important and, and helpful things you can do as a student is get more information on a lot of your patients. And a lot of times that comes from outside hospitals. So if you can get those records to your phone, you're the first person to have them and you can bring very valuable information to your team. Um, Doximity did not pay me to say that, 
but if they sent me a check, I wouldn't be upset, and they could potentially be a continuing sponsor for the show. Generally, what are we talking about? Today, we want to get into it. We're going to get into technology in modern medicine. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I say technology in modern medicine and not modern technology in medicine. And Matt, why do I say that? Well, they, we, we still have some pretty antiquated technologies that we interface with day to day. Um, in the setting of some incredibly high-tech modalities like MRI, CT scan, um, but we still daily carry pagers, um, <laughs> which we wear on a on a belt clip. Yeah, um, like who does that, <laughs> doctors? Um, and we we I guess it's probably where texting started. So yeah. Yeah, we get little texts um, with, you know, at your convenience, um, this patient needs Tylenol. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just get a number, and that's always distressing. Yeah, we want um, to talk about no lo- If there's no information, otherwise there's no context, you're like, oh my gosh, like, is this, is this a lab value? Is this a hemolyzed potassium sample? Yeah. Or is this, is this, does someone need a diet? Or is something actually wrong? Yeah. Yeah. We can get into paging etiquette. I feel like that's a whole episode. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That that let's write that down. Let's let's get into paging <laughs> etiquette because this is not something that you really know if you're not in medicine, uh, the paging etiquette. But in 1993, you saw someone with a pager, you thought that guy's cool. That guy's important. That guy has people who need to get in touch with him and he needs to get in touch with them soon. And he, he needs to get to a pay phone. He's a bus- he's a businessman. He is he's a, a rock star. And now if you see someone with a pager, you're either you think they're a, a, a physician or you're just really concerned about them. And sometimes <laughs> both. <laughs> um, but they're coming back. I, I see some hipsters with the pagers now. I do. Um, so pagers, fax machines. In modern medicine, it's kind of mind-boggling that in the right in this day and age, this is how we function on a day-to-day basis. And a little bit of it is kind of novel, you know. Do you remember when you first got your pager? As a medical student, for example, do you remember when you first got it? How cool that felt? I do. I still remember my med school pager number. <laughs> it was one two three thirty four zero three. Holla at him nine one nine. I bet the area code was. I guess it was. Yeah, probably. To whatever medical student now has <laughs> one two three thirty four zero three, you're about to get blown up with some pages from the post call <laughs> podcast listeners. And as a medical student, you, it's fun to have a pager. You know, you prank page folks here and there. Um, nothing you get is super important. A lot, a lot of them are honestly just misdialed pages. And so it's just kind of neat, you know, like, oh, excuse me, I got a page, you know, I'm a med student. It's kind of kind of cool the first couple times. And the novelty wears off, I think, mm-hmm. um, pretty quickly. But it's, 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 it's the intern reaction. It's the intern instinct um, to just, like, 
immediately grab towards your belt when you feel the vibration. It's mm-hmm. just, it's almost like... Because you want it to stop. Yeah, oh, as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> are you, so have you, um, have you transitioned to vibrate only or are you still on sounds? Oh, on, I've only been on vibrate. Okay, that's respect. That's the, that's the only way to go, really. If anyone out there is not on vibrate and you're not an attending... <laughs> Put it on vibrate. Or you're not, like, I feel like if you're, like, on nights or, like, you're, like, trying to get some sleep, like, you're in a call room, then, yeah, put it on, put it on a ringer. Yeah, yeah. But if it's in the daytime, put it on vibrate. Yeah. Yeah, there's no excuse for it at this point. John, would you like to maybe discuss sort of the integration of more modern technology with some of the more antiquated technology? I know that uh, you've made a kind of an interesting life choice and decided to have your pager number forwarded to your iPhone 6. Yes. Do you want to talk about some of the rationale that went into that decision? Yeah, first of all, Ted, thank you so much for bringing that up and also the fact that I am out, outdated on my iPhone uh, now officially. Um, I, if it, I will be opening up a GoFundMe account for <laughs> John's new iPhone 7. And there's mixed reviews on this, and I would love to get your guys' opinion. But we have, you know, a lot of friends who, you know, all of our friends are pretty much in the same boat. We we get a lot of pages, uh, and and we have this little black box that we can look at. And we kind of swipe through it with the buttons and everything, or we can get it forwarded to our phones. And there is this, this there's so much resistance to having it forwarded to your phone because there's this sense that you don't want to mix pleasure with business. And there's this thought that as soon as I make that transition, that line has been crossed, worlds have collided, and everything just goes into a downward spiral, into a abysmal um abyss of black darkness and you know it's it's it it just doesn't end well but i beg to differ because first of all i like to be able to see the entire page and if you don't have a pager we have what's called a text page and that to us is a to, to to any to any one of my friends who's not in medicine who's around the same age pages used to be just a phone number and you would call them back. And so the older attendings will call them a text page when you get a like an actual message to your pager. And that was a new thing that you could have. But now you can get an actual message. But in order to see the whole message, you have to scroll through by pressing a button multiple times versus having it forwarded to my phone and I can see the whole thing at once. And I keep it as a running to-do list and I can highlight things and, and X things off of as I get to them. But there is a there is a huge resistance, and I, I feel like I feel like Ted's in that boat that you don't want to that you don't want to cross that line. So I would I, love to get your thoughts on that. I mean, I, I you know I I am I, I'm kind of scared to break the seal on that. I mean, you summed it up perfectly. I I kind of have enough PTSD surrounding my pager, like when it goes off, that I just like mm-hmm. don't really want to associate that with my yeah. personal cell phone, where mm-hmm. I'm contacted by loved ones and friends yeah. and. I keep my pager for my colleagues and for work, and the iPhone is is for people I care about. And <laughs> maybe, uh, first maybe of that all, I care callous. about my, I care about yeah. the nurses on my healthcare team. Ted, 
Um, so that might be a difference between us. But I, <laughs> but I, I can, I can understand where Ted's coming from because I'm kind of in a similar boat where phone buzzes, happy, someone's reaching out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at that later. I, I'm gonna, it's gonna make me feel good. Pager <laughs> buzzes. Ooh, what's that about? Okay. Thank Who's you trying for, to get on top of me? Thank you for saying that a little bit more eloquently than I did, <laughs> Dr. Krantz. All right, now let me tempt I'm you with this. I'm just going for the guttural kind of <laughs> feelings you get. It is. It's, it's, it, the buzz on your hip is way different from the buzz in your pocket or your coat pocket. I get that. I, get, I totally get that. And I have a friend who has recently featured on the Steve Harvey show, so shout out to him and congratulations. Wow. I got hands. I got friends in high places mm-hmm. and low places, um, but this guy he he's quite a guy. He made it on the Steve Harvey show, so he's pretty much made it at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> congrats to him. So his his dad, he's a physician, um, excellent guy. Did not have a cell phone until I think like 2014 because his whole career was was connected to a pager. And the thought of the thought of having another device that would con- that would make him accessible was too much, and he didn't want it. And and it took him until like later in the in the millennium to get a cell phone. And even now, he's still. My understanding is he has just a very simple flip phone, you know, just to be able to talk to his wife and his his family. But it it, it this goes back for a long time. So let's let's just start there. This is a history of, of uh, there's a history here of this connection with your pager and that feeling you get when it goes off. And I think it's very, very raw as an intern because you are holding the bomb for sure. Now, let me tell you this. <laughs> let me give you this. What if I told you that you can change the vibration to be different when it's coming from your pager to your phone than if it's coming from a friend? So this is what I did. If it's a text page from my pager or from or let's say it's a i'm it's like a message from my friend it just says a, a bzz, bzz. it's like a hey how you doing what's going on you know i'm your friend is how it feels to me but then if it's from a pager it's bzz, 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 bzz. so that's more like hey get back to me right now hey get back to me right now hey get back to me right now and i know the difference and it's just kind of like to me it's uh, tac- tactile it's it's different, and I I know the difference, and so I don't have that inter uh, meshing that it's I'm not entangled entangling those two things, those two parts of my life. And maybe for me, this could be just like a very sad commentary on being a 2016 <laughs> millennial, but for <laughs> but for me personally, I get such a little dopamine release when I feel that initial buzz in my pocket mm. of like a notification that, Oh, uh, you know, John sent me a, John sent me a gif of like a dog doing something cute today. Yeah. Or I got a snap from my roommate from med school who is playing pool in a bar in Boston. And I, I feel like if, if I had any kind of notification on my phone where I'm going to get that buzz, it's going to take away that little mm. burst of dopamine that I get when I feel that first initial buzz and don't know uh, exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. It kind of it puts some uncertainty into the mix because right now I know it's the sanctity of that seal between my pager and my phone that says, these are things that are going to make me happy. Mm. That buzz on my belt, sometimes it makes me happy, sometimes it doesn't make me happy. Mm. 
Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I, I, I see where you're coming from. This is going to be a agree to disagree situation, I think, in my opinion. But um, I see, I can see your point. I see where you're coming from. Faxing. Pagers. This is modern medicine, ladies and gentlemen. This is what our uh, our tax dollars are paying for, our health care, our insurance, uh, for the snail speed dissemination of information through these through these antiquated devices. But, you know, in a way it's kind of endearing. And and and, and clearly a lot of people still like it. Mm-hmm. So where does that leave us, Matt? Uh, for in terms of technologies. Well, yeah. Where, where do you where do you see where do you see what do you see us doing in our career? Where where do you see things going? With all the frustrations hmm. associated with all this technology, uh, the transition to an EMR, which which we are on the we're on like the back end of the wave, like we, or I guess we should say the front end of the, uh, front end of the wave. You know, we have kind of come into this field with an electronic medical record and um, there's still things like the patriots and the faxes. What, what, what would you say is the future of, of medicine mm. when it comes to technology? Well, I, I think an improvement, because um, another thing I just, that comes to mind that we interact with daily is corded phones. Um, <laughs> like we, <laughs> like no one else, I maybe, I guess if you work at like a, like a desk job maybe, but, I, all the calls I make inside of the hospital, like, are on a corded phone. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, it, it, it's like, it's like knotted. Like, I'm like pulling the thing back, <laughs> trying to get it up to my ear. It's all just, just decayed cable. Yeah. And, and, and I dial an operator daily. I, I talk to an operator every morning. At Who least. talks to someone on a switchboard? And I say, could I please be connected to the laboratory? <laughs> Good morning, Vanderbilt University Medical Center. <laughs> Myrna speaking. I love Myrna. Yeah. Shout out to Myrna. She's the best Myrna. operator yeah, at best. Vanderbilt. That's when you know you're gonna, your day's off to a strong start. Yeah, yeah. I never met her, but she's, a, she's an amazing woman. and she's, she's done me a lot of solids. She's really connected me. Yeah, so Oper- I, operators. That's you know, another one. That's maybe, another one. You, you know, but this is this is our world. She, we don't. Crazy. We, she needs a job. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe in year three thousand sixteen, we'll we'll hold on to our operators, right? There's, or, gotta, there's. I think I feel like everyone needs. See, it's stuff like like if I didn't, everyone needs a Myrna in their life. You know, everyone needs that in the morning. You're coming in. It's early. You've had a long day before. You know, it's going to be a long day. Uh, and, and you just need Myrna's voice to lift you up. You need Myrna to help you roll your pager. Well, that's true too. That's true mm-hmm. too. Um, technology, medicine, friends, Nashville. This is what the show's all about. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, was there anything else that we were going to talk about today? I, th- um, I feel like there was something else that w- maybe we can touch on something or like a, a like a little mini segment. Um, uh, well, we, I guess one listener email that we got that we hadn't covered 
um, was in reference to, I forget what episode it was, but we, we were talking about how, like, if you had a Yahoo email account, like, who, like, who are you? Um, and to that person, kind of like the same answer, like, <laughs> especially because in the news recently, Yahoo was seriously hacked. Yeah. So not only who are you, but the who hackers, they, they know, they know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those were two solid jokes back to back. <laughs> And this is why we do this, you know, and this is why you guys keep listening. I, 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 I'm so, I'm so impressed with our listeners for sticking with us for this long. If you're still listening to us, thank you. Um, send us suggestions. Um, I feel like, I feel like we have, I feel like we have some time. I want to cover a topic. I want to cover just a, a quick topic. And... Jeez, there's so many quick topics. We always say it's going to be quick, and then next thing you know, we're giving you the details on the uh, insurance you can get for a Penske truck, and it's <laughs> you just go it, too long. It needs to be a hot take. So you're going to throw out you're going to throw out a topic, all and right. everyone's going to provide a two to three sentence hot take on that topic. Okay, all right. How about this? It's a long day. You've had a long day, and you, but you love what you do. You know, you're glad you're doing what you're doing every day. It's a great job. You're you're helping people. You're working with you're working with very smart people who you're, you're are inspiring you every day. But the tummy's rumbling, you know. You you get food where you can, and you make it work. But you come home. Let's say you come home at the end of a long day. Fridge is empty. How do you guys get a meal together? What are you making? What do you what is your go to? What are you grabbing for? What is your impromptu, this is my end of a call day, I'm postcall, podcast at gmail.com, and I need sustenance. What are you guys doing? Because what I'm doing is not working, and I need some tips. So is this like, I, I have no food here? No, well, not no food, but you ha- you don't have a stocked fridge. You're you don't scrambling. Have le- let's, just, let's just say you not, don't have nothing leftovers. desirable. Let's say you don't have leftovers, but you have kind of your typical okay. essentials. Like you don't have leftovers or anything planned, but you need food and you can't. Okay. You need it fast and you don't have time to prepare. Okay, and this is like at night. Yeah, I come yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Sleep it out. Just <laughs> <laughs> go to bed early. <laughs> That that always works. Oh um, man, well that's sad. That's okay. a sad. I dream about it. Dream about that good meal. <laughs> All right, I've I think I've got one. I think you guys are gonna laugh at this because I think you see it play out on a pretty regular basis. Okay. okay. Come home. Yeah. The day's been a little rough. It I think, hasn't. I think I just saw this. It hasn't. It hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't been bad. Um, hasn't been bad. But you know, it's been long. It's been rough. You get home. It's been late. You're kind of kind of stressed. The nerves are a little frayed. So mm-hmm. number one, you know, like you, you got to wet your whistle a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that yeah. comes in the form of either like a bourbon and Sprite Zero or <laughs> a beer, if there's a beer in the fridge. Yeah. And then yeah. you got to have something to eat, right? I mean, you mentioned it. Something. Anything, um, really. I feel like... I feel like chips and salsa. So, so either, chips and, <laughs> either chips and salsa to get you started or a little Sabra hummus 
on a Triscuit or four. And then you kind of have to dive right into your main course, which typically is going to be a piece of cheese and some cold cuts with no bread that you sit on top of the dishwasher and eat right out of the package. We're, we've got some real honesty here on the no. on the post call podcast oh, tonight. The bread, like the bread, because you're you're racing that moldy bread. You just don't buy bread because it stresses you out. You just don't bring it into the home, or you don't put it in the refrigerator because you weren't raised by my parents. You know, you don't know that trick yet. No, it's fair. And you just don't want to eat cold bread. You don't want to eat cold bread. All right, that's fine. You can always toast it up, but whatever. Cold cuts on top of the dishwasher. So my most, I think my rock bottom meal, it wasn't even bad to be honest. It was because at the time I remember how hungry I was. I had a, I had a packet of graham crackers from the nutrition station and a little, it's like a couple taste teaspoon or it's like maybe two or three tablespoons worth of peanut butter package. I had that in the bathroom on a bathroom shelf <laughs> as my, as like my plate. And I put down a napkin on top of the bathroom shelf. This is the definition of rock bottom. <laughs> this was my lunch at three thirty uh, one day. <laughs> and, um, I'm not going to say it was the worst lunch I ever had either, just because it's all relative. It, and, and I could feel my body just like, thank you, finally something. We've been waiting for this moment, and it it's just, you know, it's all relative. And, uh, you know, you get in a pinch sometimes, and, and you, next thing you know, you're eating moldy bread. Or, or rolling up just cheese and cold, cold cuts, or uh, you know after you wet wet your whistle but you know that's that's kind of all part of the all part of the job sometimes but i won't say that okay so let's let's preface for all the medical students or aspiring healthcare professionals or, or you know people who who are who are about to step into this phase of their life it's not all like that okay it's not all like that at all but you get into a pinch sometimes and and i just I, I was hoping to to give people some tips and tricks. I think Ted had the best tips and tricks. Um, Matt was was his his tip was to just go to bed. And I want to say for our friends and family, we actually do take care of ourselves. It's yes. nice when you live with your boys and like yes. you can cook dinner for each other. There's uh, a lot of times exactly. that someone gets off early and prepares a hot meal for the it's other a, two people, and it's much appreciated. It's a and team so effort. like that, so that happens. But then there are the nights where you eat the cold cuts from the dishwasher, so <laughs> that that happens too. Dishwasher cold cuts. I feel like and, we should and, have. And, a... so, and sometimes you sleep through breakfast, and you, sleep, <laughs> and you go to bed before dinner, and you, you, but you get a good lunch. It's about the lunch. Oh, I I got I I promise, m- mom and dad. I promise that I'm eating well. I'm eating fine. It's it's not all bad, but there's just some times where you gotta you know you gotta improvise. We'll see. Wait, so just so I understand, you you ate the crackers in the bathroom. The entire meal was in the bathroom, actually. 
And it was in a, it was in a, uh, it was not but, in a, like, it was not why? in a communal bathroom. So but why? So here's part of it. It was, it was one of those days where you just really can't get away from. You can't, you can't get away from it all, and you just need to like, you need five, you need to take five, and. There was a bathroom that did... It was not a communal bathroom. It was my own sanctuary, honestly. It was awesome. Did, and, did, did, did it have, like, a baby changing station? Uh, like, yeah. like, a table? Yeah, it did. It, did. it, it was got, very got clean. got, like, the toilet seat cover yeah. as, like, a... Yeah. As, like, a napkin for, mm-hmm. like, tucking over your shirt. Yeah, you tuck it. And... <laughs> <laughs> and, um... I mind you, so I, I I get in and and all this was was in my my white coat inside left pocket. Um, see previous podcasts for my further description of of where things go in my pockets. But it was a little. I I want to say it was it was a therapeutic time for myself. It was a it was a five minutes where I could just disconnect and enjoy a meal and. Yeah, that meal was graham crackers and some peanut butter. But it was still therapeutic, and it really helped me get through my day. Um, and and I, again, that's not something that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Only sometimes. But <laughs> it, it, at least it's a meal, and I didn't take a nap through it. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep through dinner. Wait, what is it? Uh, go to go to bed before dinner. Sleep through breakfast and take a nap during lunch. <laughs> oh, oh well. Okay, so I think that's our cue. Yeah. To everybody out there, thanks again, Matt. From, from Nashville to Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> All across the world, we have so many fans, so much support. Thank you for all the emails, the mails, uh, the presents, um, the gifts, the the shout-outs, the kudos, everything, the tweets, the Twitters. Rate, review, and subscribe on, on iTunes. Yes, all that. We, uh, we're, we're, we're striking out five-star, six out of six maybe 7 out of 7 maybe more soon and and I love it and and I love where things are going I love where things are heading I love our real estate on the iTunes store only <laughs> post call podcasts out there we have our own website postcallpodcast@gmail.com write to us <laughs> suggestions questions uh just just general commentary on the show we'd love to hear from you thanks for listening to post call podcast we'll see you later mm-hmm.